Jennifer Perquette and Jennifer Bonsky on effective task forces. Really, the purpose of today was to talk about what we're doing with our task forces mm -hmm. uh, and, and what kind of different initiatives that we're bringing to the community that is uh, is our task force. And so our, our task force is made up of uh, regulators, federal, state, local, academics, mm -hmm. uh, industry, and uh, some associations, as well as hopefully some consumer groups. And Today we talked about, specifically I talked about root cause analysis. You know, what did you talk about? I talked about how we utilize two different working groups to really connect all those groups that Jenny mentioned earlier and uh, the successes from there and how we get information from them and to them. Yeah, and that's really the crux of just how do we use the task force to do outreach mm -hmm. uh, to our food safety community. What increases task force effectiveness? Most states, I think there's at least 40 some states that have some sort of task force, mm -hmm. whether it is supported through mm -hmm. FDA by funding or uh, just a voluntary task force. Mm -hmm. And there are some uh, programs that may have some trouble getting commitment. Mm -hmm. Yeah, not whether it's interagency mm -hmm. or even sometimes industry might be shy about coming in and talking right. with regulatory people in the room, you find that? Right, exactly. And I think some of it's um, getting the commitment from the higher-ups to show that this is a worthwhile group. So you might have mm -hmm. to um, state your cause or the, your case to them to get that support. Um, that's why the funding, I think, helps mm -hmm. with the Food Safety Task Force is because it's a commitment then that you, you have to make and get before you apply for that, mm -hmm. and then you get to carry out the deliverables. So there is some having to explain the importance of it, but I think once you get members and get them in the group, they see it. We see it. Mm -hmm. it's, it's just painting that big picture for the bigger groups that might not be so heavily involved. And I, if I can add, I think there's uh, something else when you talk to other agencies about doing this is to make sure that they have somebody personnel-wise who can take on the coordination of doing the task force. Right. It's a big job depending on how engaged you want your task force to be or what mm -hmm. kind of projects you want to have them take on. It, you know, you need somebody, and, and the money will help with that because you right. can put it with some, some salary there uh, towards salary effort. But you need that person to continually work with that community to get those projects done. How are food safety task forces funded? What the task force uh, has traditionally done since at least 2010, uh, FDA has provided some sort of grant funding. So that's, that's the money. Uh, I think there was a year where they may not have been able to do that, but it's been somewhere in between, what did they start with? They start nine grand and then they went to- Small, yeah. Yeah, they, they, it was small. In the world of grants, it's small. Yes, and, and it's still very small in the mm -hmm. world of grants, but then now they provide $10,000 currently to the states that have sought out the grant funding. Mm -hmm. And so FDA provides that support for things like salary, uh, printing costs, exactly. uh, what else is allowable? Uh, probably equipment. Equipment, uh, you definitely cannot use it for food. Yeah. Um, you can I you can think you can do room rentals out of out of that, yep. so that just helps facilitate uh, the meeting place and any sort of kind of projects that you might need exactly. to get out to the community. In your states, how has the task force been successful? 
So in Michigan, I think it's really strengthened relationships between industry, regulators, law enforcement, um, different association groups, um, ac academia. We've just been able to meet regularly. You sit in a room face to face with this group of mm -hmm. people that you don't normally get to see. You might email, you might phone call, but you don't normally get to see them. It builds a level of trust. Mm -hmm. It builds a level of relying on each other, working best practices, learning, learning from each other. I can learn from them, they can learn from us, we all learn from each other. And I really think we've had that in Michigan for a very long time, but I think this just strengthens it and incorporates it into the everyday uh, operation of the state. Yeah, ditto. <laughs> can I say ditto? <laughs> it's definitely the same thing we see in Iowa. I mean, that's the biggest benefit is just to get everybody around a table around a common cause mm -hmm. and talk about that and talk about the issues and the challenges or exactly. or, or pre present, particularly if you're gonna change regulation, you present that change exactly. to this group maybe a year or two years or three years in advance mm -hmm. and it gives you an opportunity then to work out any of the issues that may happen, uh, right. like fee changes uh, an agency might have, great group to take that, air it out, why do you guys need you know fee increase, uh, mm -hmm. what's the cost benefit to the industry, right. And this, that's, that's where you do that kind of work, is the task force. And then we've done little projects associated with, um, you know, getting some equipment to our inspectors, providing sampling equipment to local health departments. Mm -hmm. Those are almost like auxiliary, but the, the main benefit is the relationship building. Yep. The, the side things are almost just uh, an added bonus. How has the success impacted real life? Definitely when I think of our Grocers Association and reaching out to them, particularly when they're involved in some sort of an outbreak situation. Uh, they know who the key players are, they know who to contact, they've seen us during these meetings, they know what we do, which is really important, uh, and, and vice versa, then we know who they are and we can reach out to them directly if there's an issue. So I would say Yes, there's definitely been um, those successes that have gone out past the task forces, but without getting into a lot of detail mm -hmm. about name and names and things like that. Say, yeah, we've had um, an intentional contamination incident. Oh, and yeah. We mm -hmm. were all actually remote <laughs> at a training, and we were still able to just, the, the Department of Ag folks were still able to get in the room. We all had those contacts in our phone of people that we should call, mm -hmm. and I think some of that came from the task force to where we just knew immediately who to get a hold of and how to get a hold of them. Mm -hmm. And it didn't slow down that response at all. We've also had new food law to where once we propose it to Congress, it's, it's a go. There's no industry objections at all because they've been introduced to mm -hmm. what the changes are gonna be. They've submitted changes themselves that we've incorporated, we've listened, we've made our laws more stringent because of their requests. Um, so yeah, I think that just helps where that would not happen if we didn't have those groups of people talking. Mm -hmm. What does having a food safety task force mitigate? I would say turnover. I was just going to say, there's a good chance that the people that you knew are either gone or retiring yeah. <laughs> very soon. We have a lot of turnover. We have a lot of turnover just mm -hmm. in our agencies. We, the industry has, mm -hmm. has turnover, and I think that's the biggest thing. You have to constantly stay engaged with your community mm -hmm. so you know who a person is because the last thing you want is, an, is a bounce back right. during an emergency, and you're like, oh, no. you know, Then, then what is it, a 1-800 
health industry, you know, it's like, what do you do at that point? And you don't want to be in that situation. And that's, that's what I would, mm -hmm. that's what I would say. Plus we're looking for new members, mm -hmm. maybe the people Always. that we haven't um, reached before. And I think um, some of that is possible through this group too. You might be able to expand your message, update, update your website, get some new information out mm -hmm. there and reach some new people. So it's worth it. It is a lot of work, but it is worth it. It's, it's betterment of the program and it benefits the citizens of your state. And the good thing that Jen brought up was the website. And the one thing about the funding and being a part of the FDA grant process is the, there's a website support. Mm -hmm. So FDA has got a contract uh, with another vendor to create task force websites. And so we put a lot of information on that task force website. It's something that's run by us. And then we find that very valuable because right. sometimes you can't always change your agency task force, or excuse me, your agency website, but you can put stuff on your task force website. And that's, I think, really helpful to the community that you're trying to serve. What other things is AFDO doing in training? Well, if there's a state out there that is not funded or is interested in getting this going, you know, call us up. I think we'd invite you to a meeting. You can come see what it's like, see what the benefits are. We're open to that, at least in mm -hmm. Michigan, I'm sure. Oh yeah, absolutely. And it's something that we wrote into our grant is to be able to travel to other task exactly. forces and see what they're doing and to mm -hmm. share and, and leverage uh, the projects and the, the, the great work that's being done in those outcomes uh, because it's, it's a community of people. It's no different than the rapid response teams or uh, the, you know, the MIFRIPS community that mm -hmm. we have here, but uh, you know, the task force just provides a broader national uh, viewpoint. Exactly. And I think that's really important to also recognize. And FDA has done a lot in the last year to form a coalition, mm -hmm. a national coalition of task force uh, members, so we can have more interaction on a national level, not just at the state level. Right. For more information, visit AFDO.org.